0: started. And we started, the first thing that we really streamed that was really like a serious thing was like an emergency thing. And COVID started up on a Friday. And it was a Thursday night, I believe, that everything started to get canceled. I pretty much remember that it was March 21st. Or March 20th. March 19th. And... The Dallas Mavericks had a game. They were about to tip the ball off, and then they got canceled. They just literally just told the fans, go home. And they apologized and everything, and the fans had to wave to them. And we're like, what's going on in the world, right? Right before the tip-off, you tell the fans and the game is canceled. So everyone was on this high alert. March 19th it was 2020, right? Yeah. And then, so that was Thursday we had a call. And all these masajid, they're like, yeah, we're really, we don't know what to do. And every, everything is being canceled. Work's being canceled. School's being canceled. Everything's being canceled. So that's when, you know, the call was made that we got to, um, Juma might have to be canceled too. Right? And so when Juma was canceled, that email went out in the morning. It was so weird. And I felt so weird about it. Right? That I felt like, this thing could actually uh, dip. If you start off something momentous on a wrong footing, you can get messed up, right? So it's like, this thing cannot start with lingering thoughts and doubts. And I came up with an idea. I already had the online classes with Safina Saidi in the studio. In the, not this studio, the other studio. The smaller one. With the brick wall. So I thought to myself, you know what? What we'll do is, we'll do a community update. At like Juma time, like around Jama time. So I said, put the email out. Th- I didn't even ask. I said, we're doing this. Send the email out there. We got to do, we got to talk to these people. You can't just do something so huge on an email. It's got to be a face and there's got to be an ability for people to ask questions and to talk. And that where that's where Community Update was born out of. Because when we did it, I really didn't think many people would show up, but I did think that, people would look at it and see, okay, they had an announcement, right? And they would feel good about that. Like, they, I didn't think people would attend the, the thing because in the middle of the workday on a Friday. But I did know that people would, for sure, like, see it, see that it happened, may go through WhatsApp, go through their email or whatever, and then they'll be like, okay, at least there is some talking. But when we did that first community update, loads of people showed up. And we put on all the... The, the president of the board, he came with the announcement. The other people came with the announcement. Sammy Kadavic, I think, was on that. Other people were on. So that it felt, they felt something like, all right, this is not so abrupt, right? There was some human interaction here. And that's where Community Update came out of. Then someone said, well, let's do another one. And then I thought, you know what? When there's something huge, you've got to be on top of things. So we started doing it every night. Saturday was off. Sunday was midday, halakha hour, basically. The hour we do the public halakha. But then uh, every other night was 7.30. Hovering right before Isha, like an, uh, an hour before Maghrib, basically. 7.30. Or wait, March? No, no, no. That would have been after Maghrib. Right after Maghrib, pray Maghrib, boom, community updates. I just told stories. And then actual community updates. Like, what's going on with COVID? What is COVID? What is the dua of plague? What is all these things? People don't know these things, right? So we did all that stuff, and I would just tell stories. Stories of Sahaba, stories of Odia. And then we actually started to really have community updates. Namely, like people were dying. And we put his picture up using OBS. I wasn't as good as Ryan is on it, but use OBS, put his picture up. You know, let make du'at for him. Here is his. This is his name. He died of COVID in the hospital. Blah blah blah. And that was really meaningful to people, right? because this was before the whole world was streaming. Now, in March 2020, the whole world was not streaming yet. By March 2021, you're, if you had a cat, the cat was probably streaming, right? Everybody and their mother was streaming, right? Around by March 2021, and so. But early on March 2020, those community updates, we we went to community update number 33, and at community update number 33, that's when Ramadan began. So once Ramadan began, then at that point, uh, it was the tarawih taraw- every night. To be honest with you, I thought to myself, you know, we're supposed to be. This is supposed to be our big month. We got to do a lot of stuff. Cause all you're doing is opening up the laptop, right? I actually destroyed my laptop from use. All you're doing is open up your laptop. So I said, all right, we'll do a chetum at this hour. We'll do another chetum at this hour. We'll do a dars at this hour. We'll we'll live stream the entire um, tarawih. Like we'll have a tarawih program. Of course, the prayer, the iftar, and the prayer time will be like just a a, a blank screen, right? And then we'll come back. We'll make a dua. So I, what I actually did was semi-suicidal. It was almost like there was not a single four-hour block of free time. Because when you did have a four-hour block of free time, that was sahur. Even after sahur, I had a post-Fajr halakha, right? And then from, from that time, that halakha, which ended like six, seven, sometimes even, right? And by the time you actually sleep, because you're looking at the screen all the time, by the time you actually sleep, maybe eight. All the way till that was the only block of time, from 8 a.m. to like whatever time you the next program was. But it was nonstop, nonstop, and I I was literally at the end of that. I was more tired of after that COVID Ramadan than any other Ramadan because it was just nonstop. Get on the computer, get on the computer. So, uh, but well, how did we get into that little tangent? Because the G Spice 71 was literally almost didn't miss a single stream. And um, I finally met her and her mom the other day at the masjid. Because they're locals. They're from the masjid. I just they never knew them. All right. Let's see. We have other people here talking. Uh, Triple H, which is Hamza Hussein, also known as Hamza Hussain. Uh, Muhammad Saoud. Please keep some water. You have water, Janda? Can you get some water for us, please? JB? Just pour some of that in a cup. No more water there? Alright. Find us some uh, if you if you see water around you, just pick up that. Like, there's a bottle there. Alright. Today we're gonna talk about affairs of the Ummah, but first let's talk about our sponsors and our first sponsor is mecca books you can get a wonderful book called exemplars and we're actually going to start reading a different book of mecca books every week or maybe like every month let's say we'll read it once a week we'll read from it and we'll start to um uh, well, why don't we have Ryan pick for us, right? What's our first book, Ryan? First book? What, what's the first book we should read from Mecca books? We, we already read the Shema'il. We read the Shema'il. already from Mecca books. From Mecca books. Should um, we read maybe... Maybe um, the... Uh, what's the Mustafa Badawi one with... Uh, Twilight of a World? That, that's one. And also the one with the biographies of the Oliya, oh yeah, too. Okay, biographies of the awliya We'll get that book, and that'll double up for our Thursday too. Yeah, right. Thursday. So let's get that book. We'll read it from Mecca Books. Okay, so that you guys could get a good education on what literature is out there, like what kind of books are out. That's that's all we're doing on this live stream. inshallah may Allah give us consistency on the stream to stream to the Ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and just do something good. That's it. Read something good. Do something beneficial. That's like the joys, to read and to attend halakhat and to answer questions from people. So that's our first one, mechabooks.com. Our second is professors one If you need, for example, you need to become a nurse. What are you going to do this summer? Be a nurse or study to be a nurse. Many of you are studying to be doctors, studying to be lawyers. You need to take these these ridiculous exams okay and you could study online get a tutor for yourself at professors121.com right anytime you want to show us a picture just let me know charla okay. take your yeah take your time and just interrupt me whenever you want to show us a picture of something because now that Ryan has this beast mode of a computer thanks to the wizard of oz and to also our patreon supporters you should see now he's got a beast mode of a computer there's no lag he could do stuff while we're streaming Okay? So, if he has something, he's going to tell us. Next up is that you guys, and by the way, today at the end of our stream, after our du'a, du'a ul-arbi'a ibain al asr you're all going to see the Patreon supporters, your names are going to come up in a beautiful credit, in one of the most beautiful credits scrolls you'll ever see. Okay? Because of many, many people are supporting this, and they're involved. This is like an Community group uh, podcast here or or live stream. Okay, so you'll see all these, all the names of everyone supporting through Patreon.com. So Patreon.com back Sessifina. That's our next sponsor. Now let us turn to our business today, which is which is Tunisia. This fool. It's almost like you have free right to call anyone who's a politician a fool, right? Unless they stand up for Masajid directly, but or for Islam, which is very few and far in between. Tunisia, with their imitation Turkey uh, flag there, that is not the Turkish flag, folks. The Turkish flag is red with just a white crescent and a star, right? This is a, this flag is uh, the Tunisian flag, which is all red with a white circle and a red crescent. All right, Jenny, you're going to monitor the comments here. Take your mic. If there's a comment, raise your hand, okay? Related to this. Take the mic next to you. Raya, you can turn her mic on. And, um, this mic makes a lot of weird noises. That mic? Yeah, mic. Uh, yes, like, yeah. No, th- oh, okay. Only when she's, uh, only when she's talking. Don't turn it on directly. Only when she's talking. And I'll I'll have a listen when she's talking to see if it's bad. We are reading from Five FivePillarsUK.com Tunisia Tunisia's president plans to remove Islam or omit the word Islam from the new constitution. Is Islam an ethical system or a spirituality? No, Islam is a sharia. Part of sharia is all of that but it's also part of it is a law. Part of sharia is a law. Okay? It's law. Which is why someone made a great point the other day. It's absurd as some muslims said, I'm against gay marriage, but I support their right to do so. Okay. Let me just make something clear here. You can't you can't do that in the sense that what you when you say that you're against something in the way of sharia. That means it's illegal. Nobody should be doing it. Okay, That's what it means. Secondly, nobody has the right to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A right is something that you can ask for. Okay, Something you could ask for. For example, one of the things Allah told us, our rights, you have the right to make dua. Allah says, I created you, so you have the, it is almost like haqq. For you to make dua, it is. Okay, it's it's your right to make dua. These are hukuk. It's your right to know the truth. It's your right to know who your parents are. These are hukuk. There are rights, all right, and there are abilities. That's a big difference. Now you're able. ibn Adam if al shait right? Fakama or if these are hadith qudsi most of them are weak but the meanings are acceptable what are the meanings here oh human being do whatever you want for you, you will reap, reap the reward of your action that means you are able to do that You, Allah has created you with the free will I'm able to pick up this book and put it down it's not my right it's not a haq that I have that I could ask for so that's why this idea of oh you have the right to do what you want okay no you don't have the right you never have the right to disobey Allah you may have the ability to do so so you don't have the right anyway let's now read Tunisia's president planning to drop any reference to Islam in the country's new constitution the secularist Qais Saeed his name is Qais Saeed is putting the constitution to a referendum on July 25th in the hope of overhauling the country's legal, political, and economic structures and granting himself more powers. The next constitution of Tunisia won't mention a state with Islam as its religion, but of belonging to an ummah which has Islam as its religion. I mean, very close wording there. Am I right, Yassin? Wait, what do you think of that? Let's go over that again. The, the next constitution will not mention that Tunisia is a state with Islam as its religion, but belonging to an ummah which has Islam as its religion. Sounds kind of fluffy. I mean, do you, it's fluffy, and... It's, anyway it's like legalese here earlier in June the head of the drafting committee said that the new constitution would not mention Islam as the religion of the state to prevent deploying religion for political extremism the Islamic oriented Innahda opposition party said Saeed is staging a coup on the democratic values of the 2010 revolution and is assaulting the mixed-party parliamentary system. It also warned of amending or omitting the Constitution's first article, which states that Tunisia is a free, independent, sovereign state. Its religion is Islam, its language Arabic. You know what? None of this matters. You know what matters? What are your laws? Isn't that right? Call what you kind of call it. What are your laws, right? Are your laws... Going to be based upon is it what is your law? Is it fiqh? That's what it should be, if you're Tunisia, right? Isn't that what your law should be? Or is it the British uh, or the French common law that they passed down years ago? What's your law? So that's really what matters. This fluffy language at the top or at the, removing the the word. What do I care about the word? It's just it yeah, of course, it's a wonderful thing, of course, but we're talking about just a word. What matters is the law. What are the laws? The constitution passed in 2014 was a political compromise between secular parties and Ennahda. Opposition parties said that they would boycott the referendum as thousands of Tunisians took to the streets over the weekend protesting Saeed's move. Judges have extended their national strike for a third week in protest at Saeed's dismissal of 57 judges, accusing them of corruption and protecting terrorists, which means they were Muslims following Sharia. See, here's my thing. I really don't care for symbolic stuff. Right? What matters is the law itself. And what matters is you as president, are you promoting the deen? Are you spreading it? clearly if he's a secularist right so we're just talking about you know the face the words of the constitution that's not what matters the matters is the meaning right what is he what are you doing what what is he doing and if the guy was elected by more than 50 percent of the people or at least the voting people well that tells you where the people are and i've said this before many people misunderstood (laughs) when i said that you can't have sharia if the people don't want it that doesn't make that Correct. That just, that's what's the practical reality of things, right? The practical reality of things, you cannot have Sharia govern a people if the people themselves do not want it. I'm not saying that that's the correct way to do things. I'm saying that's what is in actuality and in reality, that's what's going to happen. If I'm here, I got Sharia, and this is my law, and I take over the city of New Brunswick. People here don't, know, don't, don't want Sharia, And I impose it upon them. What's going to happen to me within a few years, months, weeks maybe? They're going to depose you, right? They don't want this law. You have to, in a sense, either allay them, calm them down, give them money. Or you need to win them over, make them convinced. Or you need to have so much power that no one would say anything. You have three options. But if you're just like a weak or just a regular political group and you manage to squeeze in to the top spot and to rule, you're going to be removed. Like if you're one of many different political parties and you come in and you start imposing, right? If you say, well, that's the right thing to do. This is the law of God and we're going to establish it. Fine. This is almost exactly like the people who say, you know what? Uh, Imam Malik was a man Abu Hanifa was a man and I'm a man I can make my own decision yeah, fine, go do it see how many people follow you so I tell those people I'm not going to argue against you if you say this is God's law and that's it fine, go do it see what's going to happen you will be disposed by the people by the military in a very short period of time so a practical statement is not necessarily a Sharia statement pragmatically and practically you cannot establish an order, a law, or anything if the people don't want it. They're going to remove it. Unless you have these three things. You win them over, you convince them, in that case they want it. So push that aside. Or you allay them. Like, like you're very pow- uh, uh, successful. So they might not like your law, but you're so successful, they accept it. Or number three, you're so powerful that they're afraid to ever come near you okay which is basically like a lot of people who are upset or disgruntled they're still submitting to the world order today because they don't see any way to against it there's no way out of it so that's what i've always said about islamic like um, political islam they call it or these islamic parties I, i love your intention and everything i disagree with your pragmatics you're not practical Okay, you're just going to get yourself. You, you're going to take you 80 years to finally get there. When you do get there, within a, f- a year or two, you're going to be knocked out. And it's what's happened over and over and over. It happened in Algeria. It happened. Now it's happened in Tunisia. Happened before that with Assisi knocking out, removing. Um, what's his name? Uh, SubhanAllah. I forgot his name. No. What's the uh, what was the the Muslim Brotherhood president? Oh, I can't believe I forgot his name. It's been so long, I forgot his name. Subhanallah. But they removed him. All right. Mursi, Mursi. Hamad Mursi. He's a very common name. All right. Mursi's means he's descendant from Andalusians. Mursiya is tip of Andalusia, so where Qadi Ayad lived a portion of his life. Okay. And loads of Egyptians are called that. So Morsi himself, yeah, the the Muslim Brother took like years, decades, decades, decades. Finally, when they got it, what happened? Two, three years? Uh, Why? Because they went with the military. The Israelis got involved. I'm sure the Israelis were involved. The Americans were involved. All right. Last week, a 24 hour strike organized by the powerful Tunisian Labor Union, which demanded wage rises for its workers, brought the country's inner international and domestic flights to a standstill and disrupted land and sea transportation now it looks here like the people do not like this they, they like their Muslim identity and their Islamic uh, governance Jenna, any questions from Instagram? No. Okay. so make sure if you get out of Instagram it, it erases all the questions and starts the feed from fresh so make sure you stay in, inside of Instagram Any comments from YouTube on this? Let me go to my YouTube and I see it here on the screen. Uh, Okay, Sayyid Muhammad Danu, even though in practical terms they already removed Islam from the government. Okay, so Tahir is saying what about no compulsion in religion? No compulsion in religion means, this is a good question, I cannot force you to become a Muslim. It does not mean that you are not subject to the law. You see, that's the difference. Is there any compulsion in becoming a U.S. citizen? No. Nobody can force me to be a U.S. citizen if I don't want to. If I enter the United States, do I have to follow U.S. law? Yes. There's no compulsion in believing in Islam. There is compulsion in following its law, if that happens to be the law of the land. Right? And the Sharia, all um, it comes with certain laws and there's going to be a ton of things that human beings will fill in the blanks themselves that Allah has left. And the Prophet wasallam said, Allah has never left anything out of forgetfulness, rather out of mercy for you. Okay? That means He's let you decide. I mean, if you think about all of the, um, the, the traffic laws, is there Sharia in traffic laws? Sunnah to drive on the right or the left? Right, so let's put our steering wheel on the right. There's, that's no, there's no traffic laws that I could think of in the Sharia, except that loitering is probably makruh, right? Because how do you define loitering, right? So it's makruh maximum. There's gonna be certain things that are just akhlaq and adab, but there's no Sharia to that. There's no, there's, there's no necessarily Sharia to uh, on a lot of things in terms of management. So there's a lot of blanks and the sharia only comes with a few things that's why you gotta ask if their hearts into it if their heart is into it you won't even need a state to establish it i'm not saying that they shouldn't they should the khalifa and the sultan must but if the heart of the people is into it and this happened a long time ago in iraq when the hearts of the people were connected to the deen but the umayyad rulers were not and the umayyad rulers had corrupt judges and the people themselves would take their business to the pious scholars, not the state judges. And the pious scholars would would make decisions amongst them. I don't know if they would, they, they, they wouldn't establish the, the punishments, they can't. But if it's like a divorce case, they would go to the pious scholar. All right. And I remember there was one time, uh, a state judge, a, sto- a story about the Umayyads, a state judge, and he was hanging out in the courtroom, which was basically just probably the courtyard of a house, he was hanging out with another sheikh who all the people were going to. And then the Umayyad Amir at what's going on here? He's like, oh, they, they, they love to, to go attend to so-and-so. So he's basically hanging out with the sheikh that all the other scholars, that, that the people respect. He was pious in himself, but he happened to be the state judge, right? So he was hanging He had, That means has nothing to do. No no one was coming to him for court cases. Alright. Let's see what else we got here. Muhammad Junaid, when was Islam or Sharia first removed from the government, governmental institutions of the Muslims? It was removed from the hearts of the people first. Way back in the Ottoman times, and slowly, 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 this disease in our hearts spread. You love something more than you love Allah. The su'ud dhanna billah is the idea that you believe that you have more to gain by going against the haqq. Going against the sharia. And taking the falling in love with European everything. That's what they did. They fell in love with European everything. European tulips. European this. Why do you see tulips everywhere? In Turkish, late Turkish art. Ottoman art. You see tulips everywhere. So much so it became the Turkish like symbol. Tulips, first thing in the place, they got it from Holland. Right? And they got it from Holland. They fell in love with it. So even European flowers you fell in love with? I'm telling you, there was a disease. A mental disorder and an emotional and spiritual disorder at that time was fall in love with everything European. Right? Until they fell in love with it so much, it, you think it's Ottoman. It's not. Right? It's European. So it's the disease. Wait, turquoise men, did I get it wrong? Holland got them from the Ottomans? I can't remember. Whatever it is. Forget that detail. Okay? Okay? But the general truth is that the, uh, the Muslims fell in love with everything European. And when you do that, eventually you're going to love their law, they're going to want everything to, to their values, everything. So that's what happens. And eventually the constitution, thats just a superficiality. Right? So, Tunisian hotels are, have banned the hijabi skin swimwear Known as the Burkini. They have banned a woman, uh, women from wearing a full, uh, the hijabi style, you know, they want to swim. Right? So, they want to swim, they cover themselves, and, and they have banned that. Okay? Folks, let's go to our next story sad story but you have to be aware of the affairs of the ummah the theme for today is لم, uh, Right, push it over there's too much white space yeah push it to the left Right. if you are not if there you go a little bit more even if you are not uh, concerned with the affairs of the muslims then you are not one of them We have some serious affairs here. 920 have passed away in an earthquake in Afghanistan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them Jannah. May Allah ta'ala give them Jannah. Because um, most likely something fell on them. If they died in an earthquake, and that is one of the markers or the signs of the death of a martyr. Jannah, make sure you raise your hand. You scrolling? Good. There is one? All right, read it. Is it related to this or the previous one? Take the mic and read it.
1: Okay. Um, isn't the,
0: European, Hold
1: the mic up European, Danish, French law actually Hazrat Umar radiallahu yeah, anhu?
0: Yes, some of the laws of the French did derive from the Maliki principles. Then the chain of transmission is Andalus uh, to England to France. That's the chain of transmission. There's old books about this. So yeah, but not all of the laws, but some of the principles. Back to this story now. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make things really easy for these people. 920 have been killed, 600 have been injured in a magnitude 6.1 earthquake in remote mountain villages in Afghanistan's eastern Paktika and Khost provinces. Khost, that's probably how how it's pronounced, right? In the Dari language. Ariana News reported that Sharafuddin Muslim, the Deputy State Minister for Disaster Management, said Barmal, the Barmal district of Patkitka was most affected. Paktika, However, officials said the toll is expected to grow as information trickles in from remote mountain villages. That means probably may exceed 1,000 deaths. Very sad state of affairs. Oz, what's happening? The quake struck about 44 kilometers from the southeastern city of Khost near the border with Pakistan. Hibatullah Ahunzada, the supreme leader of the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, offered his condolences. It is with great sadness we learned last night there was a strong earthquake in Gyan, Naka, Barmal, Ziruk, districts of Paktika, the spare district of Khost. And so far, hundreds of houses have been destroyed. 900 up to, reportedly so far, civilians were martyred. Yes, martyred because if it falls on their head, that's one of the things the Prophet said they are martyrs if something falls on your head, a building. Which includes cars too. Yeah. Car accidents. This car is like a little building, right? Uh, Six hundred so far have been injured. So we need um, Doctors Without Borders to so go in there and, and get involved. It is also possible that the death toll could rise further. Of course, it's the scores going to rise further. Some of the deceased haven't been found yet, and some of the injured may die. Okay. The Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan extends its deepest condolences to the families and relatives of all the victims of this tragic event. To the ministry disaster, along with other officials, governors, ordinary Afghans, they're instructed to rush to the scene as soon as possible, help evacuate martyrs, transport and treat the wounded, Like all hands on deck in the land of Afghanistan. We also call on the international community, charity, all humanitarian organizations, help the Afghan people in this great tragedy. We ask Allah to save our poor, poor people from from tribulations. What's the best place to uh, to donate? You and hey, uh, if you're on Instagram or YouTube, can you put in like reliable links that people could donate their money for the Afghan relief? Comment. They can't see it on Instagram, yes. They can't see when we put a split screen. They can't see it on Instagram, so they'll just have to listen or navigate over to YouTube. We'll be off the split screen in a second. The United Nations Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs said search and rescue operations are ongoing and being led by the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan authorities. The UN and humanitarian partners have been Requested to support the de facto disaster management authority, blah blah blah. Okay, who is the best person to to answer this quest to to, to, to donate to? Hey, uh, you have your phone, Yasin. Can you check? You're part of city planning, right? So they're going to really need to rebuild the city. So uh, you'll know about this stuff. Um, who is the best person to? this one. Who? I H H. Can you? What is that? Islamic Helping Hands, right? Uh, could you put the link? Give us the link. Afghan Red Crescent Society has one. Put the links. Put the links up, and I we highly recommend everybody to to donate to these masakeen Wizard of Oz, how's it going? How's life? All good. There's another story I want to read here. Abu Khadija, banned from school leadership due to views on women and homosexuality. The government, UK government, has banned Salafi activist Abu Khadija, real name Wahid Alam, from managing independent schools and being a governor at a local authority-maintained school because of his views on women and homosexuality. I mean, I would have banned him for different reasons, but this is, I guess we support him on this, right? Um, uh, I mean, let's see what he says first, because I don't know what he said about them, but pretty much us and the Sadafia will have the same views on homosexuality. The decision by a secretary of state of edu- for education this week found that Adam had engaged in conduct that aimed at undermining the fundamental British value of individual liberty, or is inappropriate that makes Mr. Adam unsuitable to take part in management of an independent school. I guess this is an Islamic school that he was 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 was. was uh... We'll see. The government said Abu Khadija produced a number of online sermons and articles between 2015 and 2019, which failed to show tolerance, respect, rights, and undermining fundamental British values. Imagine if they watched the Safina society podcast. Take our citizenship away. The material expresses views that can be seen to be aimed at undermining the individual liberty of women by seeking to restrict activities of women. Give us a quote. In addition, he published sermons and articles on homosexuality using emotive language to denigrate and demonize gay men in particular. All right. Give us a quote. It is the Secretary of State's view that your expression of these values is aimed at spreading prejudice and intolerance towards gay people. We never talk about gay people. Okay? What we talk about is the concepts, right? And really, I could care less what other people outside of Islam think I can't govern their thoughts we don't share the same authority my main concern is you as a Muslim who have submitted yourself to this authority God and his prophet you have to have a clear position on this which is the position of God and his prophet which there's no discussion on that's more important to me and I would now add to that that any Muslim who openly avows or, or, or supports anything of that nature you, especially if you're an imam you have to cut ties with them you cannot be seen with them you know that it's makruh. makruh, for an imam a faqih to attend the funeral of an open center it's makruh because it seems like he's giving him support imagine if the guy's alive if he's dead the sharia doesn't want you there imagine if he's alive okay subhanallah now there's another thing listen to this very carefully memorize it and just absorb it. من كثر سواد قوم منهم Ibn Hajr narrates it. He doesn't say it's a sound hadith. He doesn't comment of it as a hadith. So it's different upon whether it's marfu' even or not. Like when you read about this hadith, it's very fuzzy the language that's used. It's, like it's almost as if like reputable scholars have said it as a hadith, but not commented on its nature. So we'll take the safest opinion is that it's a saying. But the meaning is correct. مَنْ كَثَّرَ سَوَادَ قَوْمٍ مِنْهُمْ What's a sawad of a people? The sawad of a people is their followership. That there's so many that all you see is a black mass. If you help prop someone up such that they would get followers, you're one of them. Okay? And nobody would support someone getting followers except that they have some kind of agreement. So مَنْ كَثَّرَ سَوَادَ قَوْمٍ فَهُوَ مِنْهُمْ Anything, Jenna so far? Yeah. Okay. And therefore, if whatever your position you're in, whatever you sponsor, share, like, invite to a platform, speak next to them and shake hands and hug, okay, and have banter to the point that people looking on would say, oh, "Looks like they're buddies, right? Looks like they sh- pretty much share the same belief. Maybe they differ, differ on details. You are one of them." The Prophet is saying in this hadith. And if we don't say it's a hadith, fine, it's a saying the ulama agree upon it. Man minhum. Another one you want to interpret it, man awa muhdithan. Okay. an awa muhdithan. Allah's curses upon someone who supports or who gives refuge at night to an innovator or a, 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 a criminal that's a, a fugitive. Okay. We have to add that to the thing today Because that's really the issue This, this June in our Islamic like Twitter world and That's the issue Why would you ikna, Invite these people No one dis- differs on the ruling No one differs on that No one's saying it's halal Anymore But why would you take pictures with them Why would you hang out with them Why would you go with them Why would you be on a platform with them With someone who does say those things Okay outside the circle of ulama and imams and du'at, there are these politicians who say these things, these activists who say these things. Okay. Why would you be on a platform with them? That's the issue. <laughs> we have to remember these ahadiths, stay far away from somebody who is a fasiq and a mubtada in the deen, if not as Indeek and a Murtad and a Kafir completely, okay, left Islam by their these views, it doesn't uh-huh. even make sense, you as an imam. It's almost like, would Tyson Chicken, you're the CEO of Tyson Chicken, would you hang out with vegetarians in public, right? <laughs> right? I got a new steakhouse, folks. I'm opening up a new steakhouse. Why would I hang out? Why would I go and, and celebrate some vegan restaurant, right? Oh, I need to promote meat eating. If I'm a landlord, right? Or if I'm a tenant and I open up a, 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 a steakhouse, okay? You got another guy who go to a rival steakhouse next to mine or a vegan restaurant next to mine? No. You are a mem. You're supposed to be cheerleading. If you want to put it in simple terms. The way of the prophet, peace be upon him. So why are you hanging out and, and making your followers think that this is Okay. That's the problem, okay? That's the problem. Don't even be, you would not even be seen with these people. As we said, makruh for the imam to show up to the funeral of a fasiq When he's dead, don't show up next to the guy. When he's dead, <laughs> because you're the imam, right? You're not a regular Muslim. You're as the imam, you have to make sure he gets buried, right? It's kifaya. But you don't show up. I never understood why some of the Egyptian scholars showed up for Naj- Najib Mahfuz whose stuff is maligning the Prophet Re- question related to this from Instagram, go ahead, speak in the mic
1: what should our children do at schools or universities
0: please? what should our children do at schools and universities that are all about, pull them out pull them out right it's not practical make it practical find a way I'm not going to send them to to, 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 them to you that's what this, come tie? Right? That's what it is. All these schools now. In New Jersey, there was a, s- a poster up in a school. If your mom or dad are not accepting your new gender, no worries, I'm your new mommy. What in the world? Crazy. So how crazy is this?
2: There's a man saying
0: that. A man saying this. <laughs> and he put a picture of a polar bear. Yeah. What in a the... White eyeliner. Yeah.
2: Lipstick and a beard.
0: Oh my goodness. Bro... <laughs> If, I, if there was a guy like that walking around in the halls of a building I'd pull my kids out right? the fitrah is going to be all messed up man alright Alam, Abu Khadija just because we may differ with him because like you know the credo thing doesn't mean that in this thing we're going to kick him when he's down he may be oppressed Abu Khadija is a former chair of the Redstone Educational Services is that supposed to be for example the hajar al-aswad because it's actually red now if you look at the hajar al-aswad it's actually red it's not black it's like dark dark red anyway he's the the chair of this Ofsted some official british thing conducted a pre-registration inspection of the redstone academy for girls in birmingham in june 2019 The report concluded that the school was unlikely to meet all independent school standards upon its opening, in large part due to the published discriminatory views of Abu Khadija, which would be accessible to pupils. These views were offensive, inappropriate, and contrary to the Equality Act. Uh, Author, who is the author of this? Okay, it just says five pillars, RMS. I need a juicy quote. Like, what did he say? Did he say the stuff we all say? That this action is haram in Islam, right? And we don't support it. Does he say that? Or did he say these are a bunch of filthy pigs that need to be thrown off buildings and blah, 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 and and going into the, you know, graphic and, and adjectives? Question, yes. They said they meant Speak in the mic.
1: How should they interact or treat their class fellows?
0: How do you treat your classmates? You treat them no different. If you have a classmate who is Komalut or who is anything or who is trans you treat him like a Hindu or a Christian or a Jew. Right? That's his thing. If he tries to push it on you, you have the right to say to just I'm not going to say pick a fight with him but you do have the right to simply not want to be preached to. Can you be my ally? Wait, okay. First, you be my ally in the Sharia. Will you be my ally in the Sharia? Like, why is the question always one way? Why are they always on the on the dawa? Why are not we on the dawa? Hey, could you wear this uh, ribbon? Maybe you're our, are you our ally? Hold on, wait. W- why would I be your ally if you're not my ally, right? It, in everything, it's 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 a it's an exchange. I only show up to this workplace because I get paid, right? And you only pay me because I work. So if you want me to now to be an ally, then be my ally first, right? Be my. Sharia Appreciation Month. Is that the nice name? Or should it be something else?
2: Sharia Pride.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, but let's get another name so we don't look like we're piggybacking and stealing their name. Sharia Appreciation Month. What else? We'll find another name. But I like it so far. But we need something more emotive. Appreciation? No, you appreciate a teacher at the end of the year. Right? In sixth grade. Get her a cookie. It's not... Find out, find something emotional, right? It's got to be an emotional word, and it's got to be July but the only problem with July is that schools are out, right? So when should we do it? When should Sharia appreciation month be? Because you want me to be your ally, so you have the right to ask me, right in the workplace so I also you don't have I don't have to accept and you don't have to accept, but the point is we do have the right to ask for it, right. Are you my ally? So we should go around. Are you the, Are you our ally? See, the thing is, Muslims aren't like this. We're not annoying like these people. Okay? Some of these people. because I worked with a lesbian. Now, this might sound controversial. As a de- dealing with people, those old school lesbians, easiest people to deal with. I'm talking about 70s and 80s and 90s lesbians. Those women... They're the easiest people to deal with in the workplace, to be honest with you, right? Now, they're all pushy, and they're all like like this new generation of them. It's like, even in Fisk, even in the Haram, there's like an old... <laughs> it's like, <laughs> really like a doomer, right? Even in Fisk, I like the old style, right? <laughs> it starts to reveal your age. Even in the Haram, I'm, like, I'm with the old school sinners, right? <laughs> G- give me some of the old-fashioned sins. I'm not up with this new style, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Astaghfirullah, haram. These views were offensive, inappropriate, and contrary. It is therefore the view of the Secretary of State. Wow, this went up to the Secretary of State? That Mr. Alam would be unable to comply with his safeguarding responsibilities and can no longer be the leader. Abu Khadija, he has the right to appeal. I can't say... If I'm supporting or not, the guy, if I don't see quotes. As you can read on his website, all right, which we're going to check out, it's, it's, it's linked. He describes as an opportunity for me in my limited capacity to disseminate benefits connected to the Salafi belief, methodology, and rulings that have been narrated to us by our noble scholars, past and present, in their books and classes. So... Um, I have no clue who this person is, but the fact, the idea, like when the state comes after a Muslim, they're not coming after him because he's a Salafi. They're coming after him because he's a Muslim, which concerns all of us at that point. So his website, abu com, where does he say anything about Qomruts? Oh, he has a section on Ash'aris. Let's see. Ibn Kullam. Of course, he's got an Ash'ari trashing page. But it's expected what does he say about com loot let's search categories search here loot search oh it's slow for some reason alright uh, let's go back to five pillars yes comment go ahead
1: I was saying Lut and my children asked me aren't we all the ummah of the prophet peace be upon him even if they are doing wrong
0: doing wrong yes but believing wrong no doing wrong less yes but being wrong uh, believing wrong no that we and also doing wrong openly requires an open response public response and shunning If you're doing wrong without any shame, without shame, like you're not embarrassed. You're not just like a regular guy like us and you commit some sins in the background. In the privacy of your own home. No. You're openly sinful. We stay away from you. You have a different belief now. Then we speak out against you too. We speak out against both of them. But if you have another belief, you altered your beliefs, now you may be either an innovator or outside of Islam altogether. Follow up how can I call them Qomlut? Qomlut is just a a catchphrase to mean that their support, their identity is the action of Qomlut. Someone who may have an attraction to somebody else same sex attraction we want to call them Qomlut. Once he takes it as a prideful and proud identity, then they're Qomlut. Right? Because that's what Qomlut was happy about it. They're not just regular sinners, right? Regular sinners, fine, right? Uh, nope. They weren't even just public sinners. They were happy about it. They took it as their identity. They, they want to be this. Okay? And they believe it's right. That's what makes somebody what we would call komluts. And the reason I use the word Qomlut is because I don't want their minions all over my page. If I said it, right, until YouTube and Google figure out what Qomlut is, they learn Arabic, Right? But I don't want their minions all over my page. I'm talking to the Muslims, not talking to them. I'm talking to those who also, like myself, say that they're Muslims. Well, this is our deen. Qalm Lutz are the people who have taken this action and they've made it their identity and they're proud of it and they're happy about it and they're publishing it. Or, or they're, they're pushing it throughout the world. That's what we would call under the banner of Qalm right? So it's not literally that they're from the people of Luts answer the question Yeah. Okay. alright folks that's it for today let's go to your uh, a little bit of open QA ok a little bit of an open QA today I got the YouTube here in front of me I have an, a young assistant who's got the Instagram alright ahlil <laughs> haroof قوم al haroof is another one Except that most people won't know what huruf means. That's the only problem. You have to translate it for them. Qawm al-Uds. Qawm al-Huruf. al means letters. And now they have more and more letters. L-G-B-T-Q-I-A. Okay. What was the hair of the Prophet like? Aslam says. May Allah make me and you slim. The hair of the Prophet sallallahu wasallam was dark black and was not straight nor curly but wavy and it would wave down like this okay and sometimes touch his shoulder of course he shaved it at hajj and the sahaba took grabbed those locks of hair he also shaved it at hudaybiyah before hajj so there were times when he had short hair have you ever seen it huh I've seen, you know, those people who, who bring in, they say, this is the hair of the Prophet, so I said, I did see those. Quick shout out uh, for our sponsors before we get to the open QA, and then we're going to Hezbin Nasr. Yes. And then we have a beautiful, by the way, by the way, credits. Make sure you come to watch the credits, okay, tonight, where all you'll see all of our Patreon subscribers. So first, let's go to, Ryan's got a little slideshow for us Exemplars, look at these beautiful shiyukh. Look at these pictures. Okay, that's Habib Ahmad Mashur al Haddad. That is Muhammad Omar I believe his name is Sayyid Omar Habib Ahmad Mashur al Haddad, who one of his sayings famous for was Can you hear that? All right, (laughs) give us an urban flair, I guess. um, is that he never wanted friction with another p- Muslim he did, never wanted to have a fight with another Muslim next Fatima al-Yashrutiyya I've never read her biography It'll be the first time reading her biography when I read it this is uh, this is Habib Habib uh, Sayyid Muhammad uh, uh, Sayyid Muhammad ibn al-Habib yeah Sayyidina Muhammad ibn al-Habib yes, you were there, Yassin? Marrakesh? No, or it's McNess? In,
2: it's in McNess. Are you from McNess? Yeah. And when I went there, everyone in there except
0: the Muslim spoke English. Wow. Yeah. SubhanAllah.
2: There were
0: two brothers in there. and they also- Wow. McNess. Beautiful building there. I want to go there. Hey, you guys, when you guys go to Spain, right? You go to that. You go to that. You have to go. I mean, uh, Spain, then you go to Morocco. You got to go there. And this is another sheikh. I think he is one of the British... Uh, early, early ulama uh, of Hind to go to England and to spread da'wah. And I think I met some of um, the people from his community. That's again Habib Ahmed Mashur al-Haddad. He spent six months in Uganda and six months in Jidda. That's Murabit al-Hajj. The great Murabit al-Hajj. Abit al-Hajj was Zahid. That's why it's, his chapter is called The Ascetic He really was Zahid. And he was Zahid by not resisting things That That's an impossible fight to battle but uh, Battle to fight But rather leaving altogether And going and living in a place where there are no things There are literally no things If you get a headache, good luck There's no Tylenol there And it's like he retreated out Into the desert but He's he stayed out in the desert, but like pretty much every Maliki has some some connection in the West, has some connection. I think that you can say that, Yvette, that Maliki Fiqh today, the Senate all goes back to Marabat al Hajj and England. It's true, he left the entire dunya, but Allah brought the thawab of his actions to every household and the dhikr, the mention, the fact that we're even mentioning his name, right? Amazing, totally amazing. And these are the shi'u. The next thing that we are, is that patreon.com is how you help us out. And all the Patreons today, their names are going to show up on the screen. So if your name and you want to see your name on the screen, you'll see that and you'll hear our beautiful um, uh, um, exit or uh, outro. Right? Yeah, professors one-to-one. We need all these nerds. I need to see how nerdy they are. And I need to see them taking exams, studying. I need to, they need to show the exams with a kid with a picture, right? Or before, and he's frustrated. His yeah. mom's crying at the kitchen table. His dad's yelling, right? That, and then after taking professors one-to-one, then the, the melody shifts to a nice, fancy, happy melody like the political videos, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, A plus, A plus, right? Mom's happy, dad's happy. Ferrari. Driving a Ferrari, he's he got Jordan's. There used to be thing called report cards. Kids don't have that anymore. Now, every parent has access to every kid by clicking on an app, and you could see every kid's assignment, grade, and report card. In my day, you could hide grades that were bad and then fix your act at the end. Like, you could get a couple C's and D's and then fix yourself, and your parents would never find out. You could actually... Um, your report card, you never know what you got Until the manila envelope came into your hand Then you opened it And then you, you looked in the report card And then you ran home and told your parents It's a little bit different Okay, So um, Patreon.com backslash Safina Saidi Become part of this, be part of this Thing so that we can be consistent And never stop doing this live stream Inshallah, Ta'ala This is halaqa for, public halaqa for the Ummah Alright and lastly, professors one to one, as we said, the serious uh, students who are taking exams, you can study with them online, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, nursing exams, medical exams, everything that you want. All right, let's now turn to comments, questions, and then we stop for the dua. Today, by the way, um, blogging theology, Paul Williams, blogging theology. I don't know if it's live or not, but I'll be with him, all right? Um, No design, hashtag. I don't know um, if it's live or not, but I'll be there.
2: Is he a convert? Um, Yeah, he's a convert. Recent or like... No, he's been been a while. He's been around. So you know who he is? Oh, yeah. I just started seeing his things on Twitter. Genius.
0: He has been around as a convert and he's been in the feeds and threads, in the replies for a while, for like years now. And just this past year he caught he started to know stuff. He's know stuff now, right? He knows a lot of stuff. He's able to have conversation now. He's able to talk now. Right. Alright, go. Speak into the mic.
1: Okay, so is there a jo- uh, is there a dua I can read for our kids to be protected from all this pride stuff we're seeing all around?
0: Is there a dua to read for protection? General du'a of protection that you should recite upon them and they should recite too. The aurad of the morning and the evening. That's number one. And you can go to that at safinasociety.org backslash wird. Hey, could you write that in the comment too? Write that in the comment. Yes. safinasociety.org backslash lowercase w-i-r-d. Lowercase w-i-r-d. And get used to writing the Awrad. Let me write it here. Safinasociety. I said writing the aurad. I meant... Uh, reciting reciting the awrad get used to reciting awrad because they're made for protection okay someone says well i cannot recite my own awrad yes you can but do you are you the going to know more or some of the scholars of the past such as imam al nawawi right who is going to know more about collecting and and the awrad it must be from allah's acceptance kabul. you want kabul, so these awrad are ancient Centuries old. That means Allah has kabul for them. So that's one thing. But second thing, suhba, a suhba good friends. You need good friends. Okay, good friends are so important. And number three, don't put kids in a situation they can't handle. Kids are not meant for spiritual warfare. They have no capacity for spiritual warfare. Okay, kids are not. They have no capacity for any warfare: physical warfare, intellectual warfare, or spiritual warfare okay you understand kids are not they have no capacity for this if you wage any type of war on kids they'll just break down whether it's aggressive or whether it's passive or whether it's soft power like trying to convince them okay don't put kids in a in a in a spiritual war and expect them to win which is put them with ideas that going against the grain of what they're learning at home and in the masjid for eight hours five days a week and then wonder why you're not getting results. Pull them out of that. Figure a way out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says is not the land of Allah vast that you can make hijrah. Find some way but do not put your kids in Qom Valley High. Next question.
1: Does sharing content on social media with music in the back hold... Hold you accountable for the sins of others?
0: Uh, sharing content Social media With music in the backgrounds It, 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 it it's, If it's one of these Shiyukh's clips And there's a light I don't know Allahu A'lam, But It's better to avoid um, For the publishers to do that In the first place Again there's some difference of opinion On synth And flute In the fiqh Next
1: Are men allowed to stand up to urinate at home with a clean washroom, or only if they're out in a dirty public place?
0: That's makruh. It's makruh. It's one of the hallmarks of Islam that we don't do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Standing up to urinate and then everywhere. Okay. Even the uh, cars across the street got excited about that one. I don't know if you guys can all hear that, but. Hamza Hussein, JazakAllah Khairan. Next question, Instagram.
1: How to deal with anguish of continuous waiting for ijaba of dua?
0: The anguish of continuously waiting for ijabah to dua. Be busy. Get yourself busy in the meantime. Right? Ask Allah to give me a sign. Uh, give me a sign that you're hearing my dua. And then you make dua. But you also have to get busy in life. Right? You gotta get busy in life. Do a lot of ibadah. That anguish is caused by your iman is weak. Do a lot of ibadah, recite Qur'an. Also for the mother, she said, how to protect our kids from this Qomilut. Do a lot of recitation of Qur'an. Will it it polishes the fitrah of people, right? There are certain things that polish your fitrah. Being out in the sun. Being out in nature. Being with your family. Being with general nice people, okay? Well, also being in touch with revelation. A lot of recitation of Quran and dhikr will strengthen your iman, so you will be able to wait. Islam mm-hmm. is taunting.
2: Yeah.
0: You know that in, this, in YouTube, there you can put people in penalty boxes, and he taunts Madhki Click on him Hanafi Click. Oh my gosh! Next question, Insta. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How to tell if an earthquake is punishment of Allah or a test?
0: How do you know if the earthquake is a punishment of Allah or it's a test? How you react. Anything good or bad that happens, it's how you react. Okay? If you react with sabr. You <laughs> if you react with sabr, it is purification of sins. If you react with more sins, it is um, punishment. If you react by going further from Allah subhanahu It's punishment If you react by being better Doing more ibadah, Then it's elevation of your rank Next Jay Perez Let's take this one from YouTube Before we go back to Insta Okay Maliki Click just blocked Aslam Is he a young child or what? He's got a, his logo or his thumbnail Is like Thor or something Okay. Jay Perez, Alhamdulillah I have my children in a Muslim school my daughter noticed a weird book her words, with two dads at Target I had to explain a little because the fitra is still there keep the fitrah there right, the f- we have to be with our fitrah even though our mind will know something if your fitrah sounds, your heart will always not accept it, oh it right. aslam is back because we didn't block him Oh what did he say? <laughs> Alright, Aslam says, Is there any surah virtues regarding Al Muddathir wal Muzamil? I mean not, not that I know of if it's um, any specific virtue from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam regarding Surat al Muddathir Muzamil. No. Nothing like specific that I know. How do you prepare for Arafa? says Maryam Al Qasimi that's a good question and what we're going to do is we will do a stream let's get the Hijri calendar date here the Hijri calendar date today is the 22nd so that means we have about a week and we will do a stream an entire stream on what, how to prepare for the Hijjah is there anything to do is there anything to prepare for are there Fadail etc etc ok alright uh, my Aslam says, my grandfather used to recite Muz Zammil, a bunch. Okay. I had a roommate. I don't know if this is like a weak narration or what, but I had a roommate. This roommate would pray five times a day, and he would literally he would call the ikama, pray with the bare minimum, say, As-salamu alaykum, as alaykum that's the bare minimum of Islam that he ever did. But every day I would see him go to the corner and recite something really quick. So I said, what is that? You're reciting. He said, Surah Muzzamad, I recited every day. I was like surprised because like he does he's not involved in the deen at all. He said that I heard that if you recite every day you get rich. Right? So maybe that's his thing. Here's the thing: he got real rich. Right? He got very, very, very wealthy. At the same time, he was chasing money, right? So I personally believe that any taqarrub that you do to Allah Ta'ala with the du'a, is going to be accepted. It didn't have to be that Surah Al-Muzzamid, but the fact, he believed in a detail. If he had just believed generality, any ibadah would get your du'a accepted, that would have been acceptable too. But it's much easier for him to say, okay, only Surah Al-Muzzamid, every day you recite Surah al Some scholars say it's for ruqya, says Sayyid Muhammad Daniel. Prince Matthew, we're going to get to your question, and let's first go to Instagram. What do we have?
1: Okay, so uh, I think my friend is doing magic, but she thinks it's from Allah. What should I do?
0: Alright, you can pull that mic closer to you so you don't have to keep bending yourself. There you go. Her friend is doing magic, but it's from Allah. Meaning it is a good deed to do black magic?
1: No, she, said she thinks it's from Allah. What should
0: I do? What do you mean she thinks it's from Allah? That she, she thinks that Allah is teaching her to do black magic? Okay, let's answer all the possible interpretations of that. She thinks that doing black magic is good. Then no. She's committing a major sin. That's number one. Number two. Um, I th- like. I don't understand what she meant by... What could the o- po- other possible interpretation of could be like, from Allah mean? She
2: doesn't realize it's black magic. Yeah. Like, oh, she thinks okay, it's a you good deal. these words because they, you know, it'll make you closer to Allah or something spiritual.
0: Anything... Oh, like that. Anything that you do to achieve a result, this is a very simple rule. Anything that you do to achieve a result can only have a basis in reason, past observations, which is science, medicine, take Tylenol, take Excedrin, or revelation. Recite Surah Al-Falaq. Recite the three quls so that you can, uh, for example, uh, wake up at a certain hour that you need to wake up for that's hadith right the three quls so that's the difference between superstition and 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 and, uh, spirituality spirituality is we use spiritual methods to achieve results in this world but we can only do that which Allah has told us is a spiritual method right we can only use the Quran and the hadith and the remembrance of Allah Yes.
1: Can we have more than one needs for Salat al Haja?
0: Yes, you can have multiple needs in one Salat al-Hajah. Next.
1: That's
0: it. Prince Matthew needs everyone's du'a. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make everything easier for Prince Matthew. May Allah actually make you a prince. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless uh, all of your affairs. That's Prince Matthew. Surah al waqiah it's to be recited daily for Rizq. Yeah. All
2: right. So has a, the I heard
0: he was um, one of the top prospects. Sheikh Yafi was a prospect. He was, an, he was a prospect. And he said that he loved John Stockton growing up. You know, John Stockton was a killer. Don't be fooled by his accountant haircut and his socks. Like, he had no fashion, no sneaker fashion, no fashion statement sense at all. But, and his hair was, like, designed like an accountant. It was cut like an accountant. Like a complete geek. But don't be fooled. That guy was a killer. John Stockton? Oh, he was a killer. Right? It's pretty much, I actually would blame Carl Malone for not having enough killer instinct. That's why they never won a championship, those two. I actually blame Carl Malone. Carl Malone, in my opinion... He didn't have that sharp blade that you need to kill. You could also say Jordan was in his way, right? But they should never have lost game six.
2: Is that the one where he said mailman doesn't deliver on Sunday? Is that the
0: one? Who said that? That's hilarious though.
2: He's calling the mailman, right? Yeah, the
0: mailman was Carmelo. I think
2: it was uh, Scottie Pippen who said it. Sharif, do you know?
0: That is hilarious to be honest with you. It was
2: either him or Dennis
0: Rodman. That game was a Sunday? I believe so, yes. Okay, so that game, uh, and you asked me well, how do I know this stuff? Because last time I was severely sick, I spent the time, you know, what's halal to do? I couldn't really think, do anything serious, I just watch some of these old clips from my youth.
2: Yeah. Do you want to see it? No.
0: Huh? It's a one minute 30 clip. It's
1: really cool. Let's see. Hut.
0: That must be an old video. Star,
1: a certain Hall of Famer. A year ago, the league's MVP. Oh. But in the
0: Nightmare. <laughs> play, the to play the, the Bulls.
2: Uh, huh? it is As Yes. Narrators.
0: You narrators, bro. Yeah. This is uh, old basketball clips from my youth. Games, alone is
1: 14, yeah, I don't
2: oh, he was terrible. not deliver on Sunday. There it is.
0: For Utah's sake, tonight he must. No, it's the intro for that's the game. Like, that's the intro for the game.
2: Yeah, but like he really took out like all the excitement. Yeah, I know. What happened was that he whispered it in his ear uh, right before he was about to take the free throw. Oh and okay. he iced him out. And wow. like what happens is that he didn't they don't show anything cool. That's so sad. Yeah. But what happens is you see the video, Scotty Pippen just walks over to Chrome alone very calmly. And just, like, whispers in his ear right before he takes a shot. Wow. The mailman doesn't deliver on Sunday. That's hilarious. And Carl Malone's just, his complexion, his face completely changes.
0: Well, that's the difference between killers yeah. and prey. Predators and prey, right? And just,
2: and just completely off-kilter. That's yeah.
0: He, you can be the greatest, you know, player in something, but pre- your nature is prey. Yeah. You're not a predator, right? And he's not a predator. Stockton is a predator, right? Even though he looks like a, a, a Dilbert type of geek but he's a predator
2: like Larry Bird one
0: of the most famous trash talkers in
2: history
0: Larry uh, Bird Big Bird he looks like like the (laughs) Mickey Mouse I mean the uh, uh, Sesame Street but here's the thing game six in that game they had the lead they had the lead the whole time and and MJ he needed to come back uh, three points Malone was at the line I think okay he missed I think he missed one he made one missed one he had the ball he actually had the ball in his hands, and then Jordan comes and swats it out of his hand. That's right after. Then it. goes down.
2: That's right after the
0: quote. Oh, right after That's the quote. Happened. Okay, right after the quote. It
2: just completely flustered.
0: Wow. So I'm looking at that and I'm like, Subhanallah. Um, uh, I, I don't understand. Like, you had the ball. He just not. He just basically like abused you. Yeah. In front of your own home court, on your best season, he abused you. The last whole three minutes, this is Michael Jordan scoring and Utah choking for like a whole two minutes, three minutes, in any event. Let us now turn back. Instagram question? Go ahead.
1: Um, no, there's not, there
0: aren't more. No Instagram questions. All right, right, let's turn to our Wird. Today, remember that it is Wednesday. يوم الأربعاء بين الظهر والعصر yes your yes, sister go okay and we're going to recite a beautiful dua and then we're going to silently make dua ourselves inshallah the dua is mustajab at this hour if you're sincere not only that there will, Allah ta'ala may give you a sign, a signal and alama of that hijab who said this? Jabir ibn Abdullah Sayyidina Jabir ibn Abdullah He's the one who said that anytime he had a need, he would make his du'a on Wednesday between Dhuhr and Asr. And he, Allah would show him a sign of the fulfillment of his need. Bismillah <laughs> ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. La ilaha illallah al haqq al-mubeen. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inna fatahna laka fatham mubeena. Liagfira laka allahu ma taqadda min man dhanbika wa ma taakharu. ويتم نعمته عليك ويهديك صراطا مستقيما وينصرك الله نصر عزيزا وكان عند الله وجيها وجيها في الدنيا والآخرة من المقربين وجهت وجهي للذي فطر السماوات والأرض بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نصر من الله وفتح قريب وبشر المؤمنين يا أيها الذين آمنوا كونوا أنصار الله كما قال عيسى بن مريم للحواريين من أنصار إلى الله قال الحواريون نحن أنصار الله الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض ماذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بما شاء واسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض ولا يؤده حفظهما وهو العلي العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله وتلك الأمثال نضربها للناس لعلهم يتفكرون هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنة يسبح له في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم أعيذ نفسي بالله تعالى من كل ما يسمع بأذنين ويبصر بعينين ويمشي برجلين ويبطش بيدين ويتكلم بشفتين حصنت نفسي بالله الخالق الأكبر من شر ما أخاف وأحذر من الجن والإنس وأن يحضرون عز جاره وجل ثناؤه وتقدست أسماؤه ولا إله غيره اللهم إني أجعلك في نحور أعدائي وأعوذ بك من شرورهم وتحيلهم ومكرهم ومكائدهم أطفئ نار من أراد بعداوة من الجن والإنس يا حافظ يا حفيظ يا كافي يا محيط سبحانك يا رب أعظم شأنك وعز سلطانك تحصنت بالله وبأسماء الله وبآيات الله وملائكة الله وأنبياء الله ورسل الله والصالحين من عباد الله حصنت نفسي بلا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم اللهم احرسني بعينك التي لا تنام واكنفني بكنفك الذي لا يرام بقدرتك ورحمنا بقدرتك بقدرتك علينا فلا نهلك وأنت ثقتنا ورجاؤنا يا غياث المستغيثين يا غياث المستغيثين يا غياث المستغيثين يا درك الهالكين يا درك الهالكين يا درك الهالكين كفني شر كل طارق يطرق بليل أو نهار إلا طارق أن يطرق بخير إنك على كل شيء قدير بسم الله أرقي نفسي من كل ما يؤذي ومن كل حاسد الله شفائي بسم الله روقيت اللهم رب الناس أذهب الباس إشفي أنت الشافي وعافي أنت المعافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر السقم ولا ألما يا كافي يا وافي يا حميد يا مجيد ارفع عني كل التعب شديد وكفني من الحدي والحديد والمرض الشديد والجيس العديد واجعل لي نورا من نورك وعزا من عزك ونصرا من نصرك وبهاء من بهائك وعطاء من عطائك وحراسة من حراستك وتأييدا من تأييدك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام والمواهب العظام أسألك أن تكفيني من شر كل ذي شر إنك أنت الله الخالق الأكبر وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه والحمد لله رب العالمين ظاهرا وباطنا وعلى كل حال إن شاء الله few minutes of Silent Dwarf. Allahu <qualisten fish Sha> khairan <Kahven> alla everybody for attending with us and uh, don't ever forget this du'a al-arbi'a Aw- w- w- Aw- and uh, Ryan when I did this before by the way when you're about to put this video up just make sure the sound is in did you test it before Okay, maybe it does. Yeah, we'll we'll check, we'll check we'll check, check, uh, check it out. Any final last questions here? Um, this person reading is your daughter? Yes. Uh, is Reiki halal? I heal people. Uh, I help to heal people with the power of Allah. I don't know anything specific that is haram about Reiki. I don't know what they believe. It's just energies. There's nothing specifically haram about that. There may also nothing be scientific about that. But if it works for people, it works. Um uh so we'll stop here and please do not forget to constantly make dua until the time of Asr comes in that maybe Allah Ta'ala will accept one of our prayers
1: tell us good
2: lord